Welcome to Tony and Gator versus Evil. We got our special guest Frosty here with us tonight. Tonight we're discussing the missing 411. Also, we got another special uh, special thing tonight. Tonight, live on air, Gator is going to get stabbed in the finger. Live on air for all of you people. So enjoy that. Uh oh, well we're we're what burning the needle here. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? Okay, shit, here we go. All right, hold on. How, how do you want it? Here we are. <laughs> Stab that finger. I want it the only way you can have it. No, that didn't work. Oh, that's, that, that's never something so you for, want to hear. Uh, so the reason I'm getting stabbed in the finger right now is because yesterday at work I was bitten by a feral cat in the finger. Ooh, uh, normally of which that really doesn't bother me. I mean, I get bitten, scratched by feral cats all the time. However, this particular time, my finger decided to swell up and turn nasty red. So now we're just trying to drain the fluids and put some hydrogen peroxide and antibiotics on it. You know what it sounds like you need, uh, Gator? What is it? Ooh, yeah, holy shit, there's a lot of stuff coming out of my finger here right now. Sounds like he needs the, the guaranteed marine cure. Penicillin. No, something you need. To... I thought you were talking about just cutting it off, but no, something you need a beer. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a beer and I got whiskey right now. So... It's what? So that's probably good that it's not red all the way. No, it's probably not. It's, probably... it's like a really deep red, like all all the way around the wound. Welcome to the oh, Tony man. and Gator versus Evil podcast, providing you with unparalleled entertainment. Unfair. Only here will you. Only here do you get to listen to Gator getting stabbed in the finger repeatedly while drinking whiskey. Only here, people. This is prime entertainment. It's what? Please excuse my child Cut. in the background. Oh, if anyone hears cutting, it. She's yeah. cutting the scab off now. Okay. Well, if one of y'all want to open up with a story there, uh, while we'll. Yeah. While we're draining my finger. Yeah, 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 sure. So I've got, uh, I've got a story related to a Wendigo. Oh, that's uh, In in missing four one one. I'm I'm kind of like almost too like entranced by his finger lancing. There's like all sorts. Of, there's like all sorts. Of, look, I've got a veritable rainbow coming out of my finger right now. We got purples and whites and reds and. I you might want to get that look. <laughs> nah, see, I got stabbed in the joint by a piece of steel wire, and I'm fine. Uh, you got all them rabies shots, didn't you? Because you don't know what was in that damn cat. I've had rabies shots. This is gonna sting. Yeah, it's probably gonna sting. Here comes the hydrogen peroxide. Yay! Yay. Good thing, good thing I've had a few whiskeys in you. A few whiskeys? Like, you've downed a few bottles? We'll let that bubble Probably up a few little. shots. A few, uh, well, no, not, even, a not even shots, night. I'm talking about glasses. Oh. oh. Yeah. No, Papa don't oh. do no shots, Papa does glasses. Shots are for kids. Oh, Big Papa <laughs> does, Big Papa does whole cups, alright. Big, Big Papa drinks Big Papa, Papa glasses of whiskey. Or you, or you, or you can be like me and drink from Daddy's cup, aka the bottle. Uh, uh, were we starting already? What? I don't know. I was kind we of. We got I real was, sidetracked. I, I, I was kind of we entranced. Yeah, I was kind of entranced by your finger stabbing. Holy crap! Um, so, the 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 kind of I want to talk about Wendigos real quick before I get into the story. Um, 
the uh, the typical view of a Wendigo usually has a deer skull with antlers, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's from what I, from my experience. Yeah. Well, my friends, it turns out that is not a Wendigo. That, my friends, is what is called a tall deer. Has anyone ever heard of the deer people? Mm, enlighten us. Not a clue, man. So, the deer people is a cryptid that, you know, looks like a deer, but can also shapeshift into kind of people with deer heads. So. Oh, joy. And the only way to tell them in their natural deer state apart is their eyes. Their eyes are different and kind of wonky versus a normal deer. Anyway, a tall deer. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm getting off track. A deer person typically lives a normal lifespan, I think, uh, close to that of a human. Or maybe it's kind of like a mix between a human and a deer. Uh, but right. a tall deer. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm spitting a lot. I've got a dip in tonight because uh, I needed that nicotine. And uh, a tall deer is a deer person that has lived past their lifespan. And uh, at, once they pass their lifespan, their flesh begins to rot away, but they are still alive, oftentimes exposing the deer-like skull. Uh, zombie deer? Kind oh. of like zombie deer. They're also a lot bigger than a normal deer person and far more aggressive. So um, when people oh. when people usually give accounts of a, a Wendigo with a deer skull, being, you know, uh, it's usually very aggressive. That's usually a tall deer instead. And the story... Oh, oh sorry, I'm about to... I'm going to just have to take this dip out for this, uh... <laughs> Trying to podcast a dip in. Yeah, that's a good sign. Hey, um, we all got our vices and fixes. Uh, we've all got vices on this podcast, and our main vice uh, is drinking. Speaking of which, let me take a drink oh, of yeah. beer to wash my mouth out. Speaking of which. Um, <clears throat> so, this... But why is the rum gone? <coughs> why is the rum always gone? Why is the rum I've gone? I've got rum, actually, in my, in my, cab- in my cupboard. Cabard, Your Cabernet. <laughs> I've got so rum in my me. Cabernet. Um, but this is a story about an actual Wendigo. Because, because this person witnessed one in their kitchen as well, uh, which they therefore made drawings of, and I checked through their, uh, their Reddit page, and they actually uploaded drawings of said Wendigo, which does not have the stereotypical deer mask, or deer skull, which is, you know, a tall deer. Anyway, we're gonna get into this. Uh, so this is posted by u slash uh, technics uh, encountering some weird th- happenings in the woods around Ohio. Ohio is actually a fairly uh, paranormal state. <laughs> uh, I would have known. I may seem out of my mind. I feel like I am. The first night I heard it was the end of summer of 2019. I was building my own art studio in the back of this old building. Oh, great. They're an artist. How wonderful. Um, so, one night I stepped out on the back deck to clean up, I was staring off into the woods, and that ran right up next to the stairs leading to my studio. 
Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, taking a drink. Uh, I heard something let loose, this immense deep howling off in the distance. It had such a blood-curdling effect on the air around me, it gave me goosebumps and raised every hair on my body. And shortly after it went silent, I heard all dogs in a one- or two-mile radius barking, yipping, and howling in the direction of that roar-slash-howl. So, I'm pretty sure any of us that have been out in the woods in any period of time has heard some very strange noises, right? Mm-hmm. I know I have. Uh, I've lived my entire life in the in the woods. <laughs> my job has me in the woods all the time. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, there's no way it was a wolf or any large cat. I've heard videos and sound bites of wild cats... Uh, and mountain mountain cats making those demonic type sounds, and this that wasn't this. This was a roar of a human slash animal mix. I could hear it in its voice. In the area of Ohio I'm in, isn't a place where you'd see any large cat, or let alone hear one. My first thought was that it's the Wendigo coming to get me. <laughs> How many of us like? God. How many of us haven't heard a sound in the woods and immediately that clicked into their mind? I know I have. Uh, yeah. Can't say I haven't. Oh, my God. Okay, so... <laughs> what? A, a friend of mine got really freaked out one time we were camping. Uh, this is just just kind of the podcast for those of you who don't know. We, tell, we talk about random crap. Uh... Me and a friend, we decided we were going to go camping. And we didn't have a tent. We never have had a tent. We usually uh, slept in hammocks. Uh, But this night we were just in sleeping bags Mm. on the ground. And uh, (laughs) I was dead asleep. According to him, anyway, this is he said he uh, he heard something that woke him up. Uh, And not long afterwards, the tree beside him he said like a uh a limb dropped out of the tree about the size of a 40 ouncer <laughs> dropped out of the tree oh. and landed across his face it was a, oh god damn yeah i could Sounds tell like he got twisted deed he did man <laughs> he, he, he got twisted deed um and the, the worst part was, as I could tell, he wasn't lying. He had a big red mark across his face. And, like, a foot away from his sleeping bag was the limb. And it was about the size of a 40-ouncer. <laughs> Jesus. He said he heard something moving in the woods off to the side. And then, bam, limb to the face. Which woke me up. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. If you sleep through that, you're you're a god, man. I think I just, like, I think what woke me up was the sound of him getting hit. <laughs> he was already awake when it hit him. Uh, uh, I lost you there first. Oh, yeah, it's a, I, it, it's kind of, something weird's going on. So, yeah, uh, cut out there for a sec. Something weird's going on. You guys have been cutting out. I've been cutting out. Uh, but uh, anyway, you know, just the sound of him getting hit is what woke me up. He was already awake, um, which makes it even funnier. Uh, I'm sorry, Jake, if you listen to this. Um, I don't mean to laugh at you, but I've laughed at you many times before about that happening. Um, we're all we're all laughing at you, but it's it's in a it's in a friendly kind of way. You know, you're my best buddy. Anyway, um, 
Where was it? Okay. And I don't know why that popped into my head like that. And countless other number of things that have been happening more and more. Excuse me. Almost like intuition or something in my head. Four weeks prior to the weirdest shit I've ever experienced, I was approached by a man about commissioning three art pieces of something I wasn't familiar with at all. I'm sorry, I'm drinking beer, and it gives... <laughs> anyway, uh, Wendigos. More specifically, a wartime Wendigo. Oh, that's new. Uh, this huge thousand-foot-tall creature, taller than a building or skyscraper, and it's made out of all of us, body parts sticking out all over it, a face here and there. I was, it was supposed to represent all of our greed and insatiable desire to want more. That sounds like an acid trip inspired art piece. <laughs> like That actually reminds me of um, the thing or the, uh, what's the boss in Fallout 1? Uh, uh, it, it's literally uh, like a blob with a face and a bunch of arms and shit. Dude, oh god! Like there's like the overseer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, hold on. Uh, if you guys know, you can look it up. But uh, Fallout One, it was uh, the creature. Uh, uh, the, the master. The master. That's right. He he was the one responsible for creating all the mutants in the wasteland, wasn't he? Because he dumped like the people into the FEV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he's the he's the sorry sack of shit that got the bad end of that deal. And that's what you get for creating super mutants. There, the master. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Masty. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, like it sounds like this guy's like he took like 17 hits of acid or something. Just got up the next morning and is like, <gasps> or like the week later, whenever it took to wear off, he's like, I need to get an art piece made by that, <laughs> inspired by that. Uh, never get art, never get art designed by your acid trips, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you might end up drawing something you that haunts you for the speak. rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Um, or, or you could draw something absolutely spectacular, you know. It's kind of a mixed bag. <laughs> Depends uh, on how good of a trip you have. Yeah, I mean, we're not getting into drugs, though. <laughs> Sadly, I didn't have the time to work on these pieces, so I passed. Yeah, I mean, you could have a bad trip and end up puking <laughs> ice cream into the toilet. Uh, Personal experience. Yeah, uh, been there, done that, but with alcohol. Uh, uh, sadly, I didn't have time to work on these pieces, so I passed. But it started reminding me of my own monster that's been following me my whole life. All right, there, fucking Mr. Deep. Uh, I made some drawings of a dream slash night terror I had a week before this man approached me to turn it to turn us into a Wendigo. Like, just that, it made it sound like they were a shaman or something, and this man's like, I need you to turn every person into the earth, in, in the earth into a Wendigo. Like, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, in my dream, it was a tall, emaciated creature with an animal-like body, uh, with animal-like body features, legs, and human-like arms crouching in my kitchen like a dog would sit looking in my cabinets. Sounds a lot like a Wendigo. Um, <laughs> this is the best response ever. What the hell are you doing, dude? I asked it. 
And it replied, chill the fuck out. I'm looking for some chips or something. I'm starving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like you got a case of the munchies. munchies. Yeah. Uh, this is like that's the chillest Wendigo I've ever heard of. Like normally, if you asked it something like that, it would just like screech and rip your innards out. Um, yeah. But no, this one sounds, sounds right. This this one's chill. It's just looking for some chips, man. I oh, that's gonna have. Let me get the Pringles, boy. Yo, mom, you're looking for some chips. Uh, <laughs> all I all I picture is Herbert like asking for <laughs> asking for chips. You boss, want some? Want some salty chips? <laughs> I got something else some is salty. Yeah, <laughs> popsicles and chips in a salad. <laughs> like man, th- that's gonna have to become a recurring thing now. The chip to go. The, the chip to go. The chip when to go. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. It's like a little golem thing that comes and stabs you and takes your chips. <laughs> just. just Chips in my mouth. Just like stabs you in the kidney, grabs all your chips, and jumps out a window. Chips are mine, precious. That would be a kick ass Pringles commercial. It would be, man. Just golem barrels through the door, stabs someone in like the liver, grabs their chips, Pringles, and just backflips so out a window. The... Pringles, so good, not even the Windigo can resist. <laughs> Sponsor us, Pringles. Um, please, that's that'd be some that'd be some good chip money. You know, we could buy a lot of chips with that. Yeah, we could all buy a lot of chips. You know what else we I could preferred, go? I preferred like pizza flavored Pringles. Oh you know? man, no, I'm because I'm, I'm yeah, no man, I'm a basic. I'm talking like sour cream and onion type person. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. As long as you're not one of those salt and vinegar fucks. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nope, totally ain't. Um. Uh, you know what else would make sorry, a good sponsor, Gator? <laughs> what? Uh, what else would? What else do you think would make a great sponsor for this show? Oh, I mean, you know what I would think would make a great sponsor for this show. What I obviously what I would say would be does it does it rhyme uh, with Pete Baby K's? Oh my God! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sweet baby rays, ladies and gentlemen. Sweet baby rays. That's right. Sweet baby rays. If you want to eat human meat, no sauce can be beat. That's sweet baby rays. Available at your local grocery store now. I mean, I picked up some sweet baby rays down there at the Kroger's when I killed them hikers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Best thing I ever did have to go with human meat. Mm-hmm. I wonder if podcasts could sponsor TV shows. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Uh, anyway, if it's on PBS, of course, PBS will take money from anybody. <laughs> but we're not giving wow. money. We're looking for money because <laughs> we're well, broke. When no one watches your show, you kind of got to live in strange places. I mean, I mean, we, sponsored we... by the strip club. <laughs> sponsored by Southern Exposure. <laughs> For the big red, big red dog, brought to you by Pleasures Adult Emporium. <laughs> We're getting way <laughs> off track. Um, uh, way off. Yeah, but it's funny. <laughs> uh, it replied, "I quickly, I sat up quickly and threw the blanket off of me because I didn't say, uh, because I didn't say that out loud." It turned to look at me, and the way it looked was indescribable. 
But I took in every detail I could. It had large black holes where the eyes should be. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Big black holes. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Giggity. Uh, and just a dull oh, no. And just a jagged slit across the lower side of its face. Oh, Lord. That represented a mouth with no lips. And thousands of rows of jagged teeth. That is like one of them shark goes. How big was this fucking thing that it just had thousands of rows of shark yeah, like, teeth? Could you like thirty eight hundred teeth? Could you like see back into its stomach where the last row was? Did you like pry its mouth open and stick your head down into its throat and be like, oh, hold, on. hold on now, hold on, I gotta count how many rows of teeth you got here. Let's see, we got one. We got uh, we got a uh, two. Uh, so we can uh, safely assume that this Wendigo is actually it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think we just can unhinge that. that jaw, show all them te- pretty, pretty whites. You got a pretty mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, thousands of rows of jagged teeth curled around its gums. With a long tongue sliding out between them. Oh, no. It let out a gurgled, squelching scream. Why do people put so much detail? And then all of a sudden... <laughs> just, just for the listeners, so they can, they can kind of connect with it. <laughs> That's like the least threatening Wendigo there ever. <laughs> it sounds like it's choking on its own tongue. <laughs> The <laughs> best way to interpret: gargle some salt water while screaming. Yep. <laughs> oh man! It steals terror and all those who hear its cry. Its cry of of blood. <laughs> and now I think now, now all I can picture is Zoyberg. <laughs> <laughs> Someone left the fish unattended. You're talking to Bigfoot, but why not Zoidberg? <laughs> not Zoidberg. Friends? <laughs> it's just Zoidberg caught in a time loop trying to make friends. <laughs> That's why he was looking for the chips. <laughs> hey, friend, you left your chips unattended. <laughs> Oh. oh, let me see here. Uh, where was I at? Uh, a loud squelching scream. Then all of a sudden, oh, speaking of which, holy crap! That 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 one you made, Wolf. <laughs> that last one you made. I want to like make like kind of like a horror movie intro. Just pan out into the dark woods with like that playing in the <laughs> just in the distance. Okay. <laughs> From, from Jordan Peele, bong bong. A tale so terrifying you'll shit your pants. Bong bong. The missing 411. You'll find out what's, what haunts the deeps of the forest. 
Yeah, like that's like a silhouetted, like kind of like a silhouette of like a rock outcrop, and you just see like him crawl up on it on all fours, just make that noise. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you know, uh, normally I would say this is a this is like an hour or so of every Friday that I can't get back, but I'm kind of glad because I enjoy it. Oh. <clears throat> Anyway, um, where was I at? I keep opening the wrong tab. Uh, then all of a sudden, black smoky tendrils shot out to where its hair is supposed to be on its head. Where else was it shooting out from where it's supposed to have hair? <laughs> shooting just ropes of hair from its ass? <laughs> ropes of hair from its ass? It's, oh like a, it's like a nightmarish Spider-Man. <laughs> It's like a squid, but the hair comes out, wraps you around, just draws you into the maw that is this thing's ass bulge. You're just like, no, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Cthulhu's little cousin. We're all going to hell. But Cthulhu. But thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, trust me. If you've if you've heard our other episodes, then you knew we are. Oh yeah, we aren't either. It only gets worse, Frosty. It only gets worse. We aren't either. We aren't even Christians here. Well, the first episode was pretty pretty awful. We started off with Jew jokes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should have heard our. You should have heard the Hanukkah episode. All right, let's get back on track like the Blitzkrieg. Let's go. Uh Poor taste. Uh, <laughs> lingered for... Black smoky tendrils shot out where its hair was supposed to be on its head, lingered for a second, and then sucked back in towards the body, then boom, it vanished. Yep, I called it. Butt tendrils. It. This thing's got butt tendrils. It's the anal squid. <laughs> I wonder what it feels like to have that kind of shit attached to your body. Horribly, I'm Ooh. sure. Could you just come up with a new cryptid, the anal squid? The anal squid. They probably have it, actually. Probably. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Every time you do, it's going to come up somewhere Japanese person inserting a squid. Oh, no. (laughs) You know it's going to be a bad time. You know it's going to be a bad time when XNXX is the first search term when when you type anal squid in. I just said it's probably going to be some weird Japanese porno with someone stuffing a squid up their butt. Is so it? I just I, I so I said okay well let's let's take a look at Google Images right uh, it doesn't get better well, the first picture is a pig plow basically fucking a squid uh, uh, yep there's there's a, there's a picture of an octopus in in somebody's anus oh, yep, I don't know man. I mean what people... leads you in life to get to that stage where you're like you know it'd be fun this weekend to, to <laughs> shove a live squid in my ass that's Hey, That's exactly have, how it what sounds like a fun time. People have died to worse in their ass. There was a yeah. back in 2005. There was an engineer, uh, that uh, he uh got in some car accident and like paralyzed him from the waist down, and um, he couldn't feel anything. So he uh, he tried out bestiality for the first oh, time. Oh boy! And uh, died with a horse inside of him. 
That is not a turn I wanted this episode to take. But we're here anyway, folks. Well, it's it's taken it. But we're here anyway. There is a whole subgenre of porn videos about octopuses and people's butts. I don't. Let's not get into that, please. And then here's a here's a uh, a website humane way to kill a squid slash octopus. Mm. Apparently, it's not There's shoving them up your ass. There's a Oh God! <coughs> you know, also anal squid almost goes, almost kind of sounds like a like a medical problem. Damn, doesn't it? Does it? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like instead of a- anal fissures, Sorry, you got sir, anal squid. You have the anal squids. <laughs> the anal squids. It's just tentacles flopping around his fucking butthole. <laughs> no, no. Say it ain't so, Doc. Say I'm it ain't sorry, so. I'm afraid it is. The uncurable the anal, anal squids. squids. <laughs> oh, that makes anyway. Me, that makes me think of Alien. Yeah. Oh. Let's get back into that it. That little shit person out from inside you. Ooh. <laughs> Except it's just an octopus. <laughs> well, I think an octopus would be more scarier than that little, that little uh, baby alien. Yeah. So uh, this thing sucked in its butt tentacles. Um and then vanished. I think that's how I think that's how people get Baby Yoda to eat their ass. Oh no, man! No. Sometimes you just gotta you just shove a squid up, you just shove a squid up your ass and then lean over like, oh no, I dropped the little I dropped the little gear shift orb. Oh no, my pants fell down. Oh, Baby Yoda, look at all these tentacles coming out of my ass. Oh wow. Isn't this just so weird? It'd be, it would just be terrible if you decided to eat the you tentacles. You sure have a weird taste in pornography. Yeah, he does. <laughs> apparently I don't, because apparently there's a whole fucking subgenre of this shit. <laughs> I mean, jeez. Uh, anyway. Remind me, to keep, or, remind me to keep innocent baby Yoda away from you. <laughs> right. I mean, he is the man with the plan. He can come up with a plan for anything. Uh, does he have a plan for Stan? I don't know. Do you have a stand plan, man? You know what? Uh, most of my plans involve either drinking or shooting something. So Same. my stand plan is riding him back. Did you just say your plan for Stan is riding him back? Yeah, that's the whole reason he killed himself and his girlfriend is because he didn't get a letter back. Oh, riding him back. I thought you said riding him back. I was like, okay. Yeah, Stand plan. Uh, anyway, uh, so this thing sucked in its butt tentacles and then vanished. Um, I made drawings of it as soon as I woke up and was trying to put the pieces together as to why it's in our kitchen. Question mark. Uh, and every hair on my body stood an end because I had an unanswered email about commissioning some artwork based on it. Fast forward to June 2020, Corona has taken over the world, and I'm sure I've lost my mind. Forgot all about it, and I'm hanging out with a friend uh, at 3 a.m. Uh, after months of not seeing or talking to anyone, it seemed. We went out to White Castle for a quick bite. Man, who doesn't love some White Castle, am I right? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm i going to go ahead and be the controversial one. I'm not a big fan. 
I don't have a white castle. I have crystals. Oh man, I like. Well, that. I will say that the only white castle we've really had are like the the white castle burgers you get from the grocery store in the box, yeah. like the kind you could just take home and microwave yourself. So, because yeah, we don't really have a white castle down here either. So, well, I mean, those aren't bad either, in my opinion. But I like white. Not bad. I like Not white castle. Straight from the place. Straight from the castle. Forget yep. Burger King. White Castle's the real the real food royalty. I've never heard of Burger King being good, though. Yeah, no, Burger so. King's trash. You gonna be controversial we'll, again? We'll Gabriel? take any sponsors except Burger King. Yeah, no, Burger <laughs> King, you can go, you can go shove your nasty weird Whopper where the sun don't shine. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Gator, you gonna be controversial again? You like, what? you like, you like Burger King? I will say I do like I do like some of their burgers, like one or two of their burgers, but for the most part, eh, yeah, they're pretty bad. Okay, well at least we're all in agreement. Um, swing it! I'm swinging wild tonight. Word. Uh, she walks out first and hits the bottom step. As I'm walking out and locking the door. I hear something breaking tree limbs, uh, crashing through them. Not fast, but not slow, and definitely noticeable. So, I mean, okay, uh, and it was coming from high up and gradually getting louder as it neared us and as it got lower. <gasps> Mothman! Bum, bum, bum. Personally, I like, you know, I like the, the YMCA version. Mothman! You're a moth and a man, I say Mothman. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I can get behind that. It reminded me. Pour some money into music industries right there. Yeah. Uh, it's an actual song. Go look up Mothman, YMCA. Um, it reminded I me. you were joking. No, it's a real thing. Uh, it's a, It reminded me of an orangutan or gorilla, the way it swung from branch from uh, each branch, and I could hear its hands gripping each one. Like, is it just like full on like like wet hand smacking a wall type, like grabbing these limbs? Like, uh, and snapping smaller limbs in its way. It was coming in our direction. I tried to shake it off, telling myself I'm crazy. I, I love just, just knocking Tony off of his game there. <laughs> <laughs> that is the entire purpose of this podcast. Um, Hello? Yeah, you cut out there for a while. Uh, uh, whatever, it's the entire purpose of this podcast, alright? <laughs> uh, I tried to shake it off, telling myself I'm crazy, until she turned around quick and was looking up high in the trees and asked me did you hear that i turned white and had felt the air get heavier from the fear that was emanating from this thing oh it's always worse when the other person notices it like you can just kind of <laughs> shake it off until someone else is like hey do you notice that and then you're like oh man yeah like because you know you're not hallucinating yeah like i i that, that's usually yeah <laughs> it's not good when the other person realizes it's real, and then you're both panicking. I, don't know, I think I think that's kind of a I, I don't know. I think if I had to, if I was in that situation, I'd be kind of more more put at ease by the fact that somebody else is like, "Did you see that?" I'd be like, "Oh, fucking right! It wasn't just me." 
Yeah, but now <laughs> now that means it might be something that can kill us. <laughs> well, that's... Look, look. Solve one problem at a time. All right. <laughs> Two completely different... We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me see. As I came down the stairs, she's staring into the trees looking upwards... I glanced and seen branches moving. I yelled at her to get out of here quick, pulling her towards the direction of the car. We turned our backs to the woods. Then this loud thwack landed just behind me, and all the hairs on my body stood up. Yep, you did. Mm-hmm. I do take that damn Kaiser blade to the back of my head. Mm-hmm. I felt... So uh, the 13th shit. I felt like it had a log or th- or a large branch in its hand and smacked the ground with it. Yeah, but it, if it's some sort of monkey, <laughs> but it does have a metal log in its hand. <laughs> it's a gorilla. <clears throat> Stood paralyzed with fear. The air was thicker and different when uh, whatever it was landed directly behind me. I could fear the, feel the air of the force of it. Uh, and it brought tears. Like, man, you crying? I would have been, like, yelling. Go full-on karate kid mode. Hey, uh, some people go out like... Ah, uh, you cut out there, Frosty. So you roll. Okay. Uh, let me see here. Uh, apparently they were just having, like, horrible... Uh, anxiety from the way they described that. A lot of that's very, just very boring description. Uh, uh, went to the White Castle, shook up, shook to their core, in disbelief at what they just witnessed. Came back, turned the brights on in their car, let them light up the woods for a good 20 minutes before they felt it was safe to go back inside. Like, man, that's a waste of gas. Right? Mm. You, Nobody got time to waste that kind of gas. Like, man, you must be Shoot. rich. You letting your car you, idle. They're probably driving. They're driving one of them Land Rovers. Mm. At least they can afford to let their car idle for twenty minutes. Says the guy that's done that before yeah, in the we, winter. We, let we the. Yeah. <laughs> says the guy that's let his truck idle for thirty minutes in the morning when it's cold to let the heater heat up. <laughs> Mm. Alright, well, uh, that beer is done. I'm done. Uh, I really don't feel like getting, going and getting another one. Um, uh, bu- 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 to lay the, Where are we at so far? Uh, Where are we at so far on the missing 911? Uh, we are. 411. We are 38 minutes in. I'm getting ready to wrap this story up. Oh, okay. Uh. Uh, a good 20 minutes before they felt it was safe to go back inside. The only weapon I had in sight was a golf club. (laughs) (laughs) She told me she'd seen it high up in the trees, and it looked almost like an owl-like creature with weird features. Oh, oh, this reminds me of a really good short film called The Owl Man. You guys need to look that up on YouTube. The Owl Man. I think I've seen that. I've seen that one. It's the one with the dude, the creepy skinny dude with the suit. He's got the owl head and the long fingers. Yeah, yeah that, that is an awesome one. I have not seen that. Look up Owl Man, Frosty. Uh, I'll have to do that. But later, they told me they were st- uh, about a story when they were a teenager. 
She thought she was going to be taken off the back of a motorcycle by a huge owl swooping down towards her. They told friends about this a few months later and somehow remembered whatever these things are, they feed off of fear. I don't know where I remember this from or why these thoughts randomly popped in my head. It's almost like something else is telling me. Since then, there's been a whole, whole lot more weird shit that has been happening. I've put a lot of pieces together in this story so far, and a few weeks later, something else happened at a friend's house one night uh, while he w while we were playing music. It's something that made me vow to never step foot in the woods anywhere ever again. Oh, well, that just sounds boring. I'll save that part of the story for another time. I just wanted some feedback on the story as I've been talking to countless others about their experiences in the woods where they live at and reading so many posts on here. Uh, I checked their I checked their Reddit page. Uh, they have not posted anything since they've posted this story. Uh, other mm. other than the pictures that they drew of the thing in their kitchen. Ah. Huh. So that was the end of that one. Um. Oh, okay. Uh, they fucking died. Real quick. Uh, <clears throat> Something, they said something was left at their house uh, by some sort of creature. And it is almost like, it's like three quarters of a rabbit that has been eaten. I was about to say, it's Bigfoot's cock ring. <laughs> the only thing... They just dropped it at the door, their doorstep, like, clang, 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 clang. Yeah, like the size. I mean, you know what they say about people with big feet, man. Oh, big Bigfoot's gonna tear you in half with that with that thing, man. It's 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 brutal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree. I, yeah, like like an anaconda. I'm gonna disagree, man. We're a size thirteen. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now everybody knows. Yeah, you think I care? I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Hear that? That's the world's smallest violin playing the world's saddest song. <laughs> no, no, right? Uh, there for a minute, I thought it was tinnitus. <laughs> what? what? What did you say? Uh, uh. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I say what. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah, what? That's my catchphrase. Oh, uh, I have what? What? I have a, a story or two, and then I actually have a video of some strange sounds coming from the woods that we can we can play for the uh, uh, for us, and we can stream for the listeners. Um. Are y'all ready for the first story? Let's do it. So this is a, a story. This is, a, take it with a grain of salt, this is posted on 4chan. But uh, usually the export has some good stuff on there. Uh, this is about a incident where a hunter mm. kind of fell through a time rift or a portal or something. Um, this says it's from an outdoor hunting website that had a creepy experiences thread. Okay, so this is just copy-pasted from a different... Okay, I gotcha. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Says, uh, on the trip in question, I decided to hike the old Malala Indian Trail that followed the ridge tops from Saddle Blanket Mountain to Oak Ridge, one of the Native Americans' favorite summer camps and trading centers. It was a beautiful August day, two days into the hike. I expected to be gone about two weeks, when literally out of the blue, the most terrifying thing that ever happened to me in my life occurred. It would change my perspective of reality forever. 
I was walking along the trail, enjoying the strong breeze and bright sunshine, when in the middle of a step, everything around me started to turn gray and blurry. The only way I can describe it was as if suddenly I was looking through someone else's prescription sunglasses. <laughs> I, I finished the step and started another. Every inch I moved forward, the darkness increased, and the gray blurring turned into a jumble of shapes that made no sense. Sounds like a heat I then, do what? Yeah. I then seemed to pass a barrier and everything started to return back into focus when my foot reached the ground on the second step. Everything around me had changed. Day had turned into night and there was no wind. All the Douglas fir and pine trees had been replaced by thick jungle-like growth. The cool, thin mountain air was replaced with humid, thick air. There was no stars in the sky, but there was a diffused light that let me see everything clearly. However, I couldn't tell what the light source was. He had some of that thick air going on, did he? Oh, yeah. That thick that air. Thick, humid air. Oh, yeah. As often happens when the human body receives a massive dose of adrenaline, the entire incident appeared like it was in slow motion. And even though I was only there for a second or two, I had time to observe my surroundings. The silence was broken by continuous, high-pitched keening sound, and I was nearly overwhelmed with a sense of fear and danger. My momentum caused me to take one more step before stopping in my tracks. Now, I'm not 100% sure what a keening sound sounds like. A caning sound? Keening, keening sound. How's it spelled? I'm gonna pull that up. Yeah, you got me. Keening. My, my IQ ain't that high. <laughs> Brief video explaining keening. It's a breath work. So, uh, we can only assume. Uh, apparently there's a lot of keening from the hunger, funeral keening, keening a documentary. What the fuck is this? Probably like a verb. You know what? I, I, uh, it is what it is. Uh, it was at this point, I heard a whispered gotcha over my right shoulder. I couldn't tell if I heard it with my ears or inside my head. The word wasn't directed at me, but something said the word quietly to itself. I was so terrified, I actually felt my heart stop for a moment. That whispered, uh, that whispered word is what saved me. I opened my mouth and gasped in a huge gust of thick air and recoiled backwards in the same footsteps I had entered wherever I was. As I threw myself backward, I looked over my right shoulder. A dark-colored, hairy right hand and arm was reaching for my throat over my shoulder. The hand had pale ivory spade-shaped fingernails. The nails looked clean and almost had a manicured look to them. The thumb was placed lower towards the wrist on the hand than a human's is. Both hand and arm were thin and powerful looking, and both were covered in thick, coarse black hair. Bigfoot thought he liked being choked. Oh, Bigfoot's into that shit. Little did you know. Just Bigfoot's got... Bigfoot's sitting there, it's like Fifty Shades of Bigfoot, and he's just like... I want to show you my pleasure. He just opens a door and just 
Bigfoot in like a weird gimp suit with a ball in his, with a ball gag in his mouth. Mm. That's gonna be the weirdest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't want that picture. Of my, Bigfoot in with a ball mind, gag. Man. I'm gonna look that picture uh, up. No, Bigfoot with a ball gag. Oof, oof. Oh, they don't have it. I'll find it on Rule Thirty Four. Of course he will. Ugh. I got a good look at it because the thumbnail grazed my neck. It did not break my skin. As I moved backwards, as I continued backwards, the hand clutched where my neck had been a split second before and seemed to fade off into the distance as I returned through the portal. I took two more steps backwards, and every everything reversed itself from what had just happened. The world around me became lighter, the fir and pines gradually came back into view, and by the third step, I was back on Saddle Blanket Mountain. I continued to move backwards in terror, and as I did, I observed that where I had just come from was a shimmering oval patch of air about the size of a large door. The woods behind it looked like it was underwater. By the fifth backward step, the shimmering area seemed to just evaporate, and everything was back to normal. Hmm. By then, my lungs had nearly burst from the volume of air I had inhaled during the huge gasp I had just taken. My body felt like it was on fire from the adrenaline surge. So I spun around and... huh? I did some looking. Saddle Blanket Mountain is a real place. It doesn't sound real, but it is. Yeah. It's in... It's obvious... It's in uh, Willamette, Willamette, uh, Oregon. All right. What says, I spun around and ran back down the trail as fast as my legs could carry me, and I didn't stop until I reached my truck. I was nearly two days getting to that place and about three hours getting back. On my way home, I was absolutely horrified at the thought of what had happened if I were to drive my truck into something like that. It had been a trap, pure and simple. Whatever it was that tried to kill me somehow kept the portal hidden from me on the way in, and I didn't actually see it until I was back out again. I had terrible nightmares for years, and I still haven't come to grips with what happened. My fingers are trembling, and the hair is standing up on the nape of my neck as I write this. So Bigfoot just... Bigfoot's a wizard. Just Bigfoot's let you all know. a wizard. Bigfoot is a wizard. He, he makes wizard traps. That's why. Look, we we, we just solved the four one the missing four one one. They're all being kidnapped by wizard Bigfoots. So you heard it here first, everybody. Tony and Gator, mystery solvers. Yep, we're we are breaking ground. This is this is breaking news. All right, mystery paranormal mystery solved. All right, no more missing 411 has been found. They were all kidnapped by Bigfoot wizards. Spread the word. Spread the word. Go to the news articles. Forget the Washington raid. This is real news. Bigfoot wizards. We really should be raiding Bigfoot. Yeah, let's all go find those weird, shimmery, oval uh, wizard Bigfoot portals. Mm Mm-hmm. What we need to do is go find those Bigfoot portals, go in there with baseball bats and, like, pot lead pipes and shit and just kick Bigfoot's ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. On my, on my way back home, I was absolutely... Okay. 
Severely shaken, I've read everything I could get my hands on about people who have mysteriously disappeared throughout history, and I discovered several instances where people have vanished in plain sight of others. The quantum physics people have a theory about parallel universes. They just might be right. Since I originally wrote this, report number 9202 from Sutter County, California, was submitted to the BFRO. The person who submitted the report drew a picture of a creature he saw on a tree. The right hand in the picture is exactly the same as oh, the same as the one I saw. Note the thumb placement and the forearm of the left arm is exactly like the form of the creature that attacked me. Oh, and he posts a picture of a weird picture of basically Bigfoot kind of sitting in a tree, smiling at him like. Not, not too menacing there, but I guess if you saw it while you were walking down the woods at night. Oh yeah, scared the shit, scared the living Christ out of you. Uh, that was. Uh, you cut out there, Gator. The missing four one one. We've we've subbed. Mm-hmm. Well, I said that was the hunter that fell through the missing parallel universe, but we also happened to solve the missing. 411 uh, mystery here right now. That's it. You on... can close down the subreddit. We figured it out. Yep. We figured it out. It's it's Bigfoot Wizards. Debunked. Debunked. Bum bum. Bigfoot Wizard debunked. Alright, what you got uh, What you got there, uh, Frosty? Boy. Well, I actually got a nice, beautiful story about uh, contact with aliens and people disappearing. Oh. <clears throat> The mystery and disappearance of Mr. Granger Taylor. So, this Granger Taylor guy is a, was a Canadian. Mm. And, um, oh, he's Canadian? Oh, what does it say? In the town of Duncan, on the island of Vancouver. And uh, he was a... says he was a guy... He was the kind of man obsessed with mechanics and digging in all sorts of glands. It's a uh. weird way to... Glands? Uh, uh, he liked digging holes and shit. He liked finding shit, fixing shit, stuff like that. I don't think that that counts as glands. <laughs> uh, uh, that's just what it said. But, um, He's going to explore uh, your glands. <laughs> but he was a super unique... It says he was a super unique guy, very talented, diligent, and uh, well-collected. Um, but then became interested in UFOs... He was absorbed with the question and principle of flying, and um, tried to build his own spaceship in uh, his parents' backyard. Oh, he he actually built his own quote plate on the side of his parents' house, which he built from two satellite dishes. This plate became his dacha, D A C H A. I don't know what that means. Uh, me neither. Uh, D-A-C-H-A? Yeah, Dacha. Sounds Russian. Dacha. Let's see here. Sounds like this man took one too many ketamine to chip, uh, trips. Huh. It says it's a seasonal year-round uh, second home in Russia. Often located oh. in exurbs of Russian-speaking and other post-Soviet. I don't think Vancouver is a post-Soviet country. No. I don't know. 
But um, uh, th this plate became his dacha. When uh, he when he uh, put a wood burning stove in there, a sofa, and a TV set, he often spent a lot more time there than uh, his usual bedroom. Sometimes slept at night. Place and now stands in the same place as a kind of monument to Granger Taylor. Shortly before his strange disappearance, Taylor began to talk about how he made contact with aliens and they should tell him about their technology. Mm -hmm. Man, whoever wrote this article needs to like work on their English. <laughs> I speak yeah, that, that happens sometimes. I speak the English language. City walk. English. And after a while, he began to tell all his friends and acquaintances that he would go. He would soon go on a trip on a spaceship to newcomers. He's going on a trip in his favorite rocket ship. We're going on a trip to a place called Auschwitz. It's actually a neat little thing, but it's uh, super impractical. So, uh, if if any listeners, if you, if you guys have ever seen um, most bizarre houses, uh, it's actually a TV show. Um, they actually have a saucer house. It's a very nice thing, but this was like much smaller, and um, the wood burning stove actually had a pipe coming out the top and whatnot, so it wouldn't have survived. <laughs> if it went anywhere, but um, so before his strange disappearance, Taylor began to talk about him in contact with aliens, and they should tell him about their. Okay, I just had that. According to one of his friends, Taylor contacted the aliens through mental contact, and immediately received an invitation from them to explore the solar system with them. Well, if that ain't the crazy shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I just looked at a picture of his spaceship. And it is definitely not very no. survivable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. One night in November 1980, he left a note for his parents and disappeared without a trace. Despite the investigation, he was never found alive or dead. And there was no clue what happened to him. His, his note went, and I quote, Mom and Dad... I went aboard the spacecraft, as repeated dreams show, for 42 months of interstellar travel to explore the vast universe and then return. I leave all my things to you, since I will not use them anymore. Please use instructions in my will if you need help. With love, Granger. That is... Alright. So, how long is it... Like, when did he disappear? Um... Uh, roughly around 1980. So yeah, for 20, 34, about 40 years. Yeah, so it's, and... it's a lot longer than 42 months. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they meant 40, yeah. 42 years. <laughs> well, it says 42 months of interstellar travel, uh, and it has a picture of the note, and that's what it says in the note. Uh, oh man, someone severely underestimated it. <laughs> Yep. Taylor's things mainly consisted of old cars and tractors. On that night, Granger disappeared. A violent storm raged on the island of Vancouver. With hurricane winds, this subsequently radically complicated the search for the for the man. And not even a trace of of him, his scent was picked up, or his pickup truck was found. <clears throat> they took his pickup too. They couldn't find it. 
Man, them aliens took us pickup truck. <laughs> right? Uh, Man, the term just of leave my Chevy months. alone. So, so it says the month, the term of 42 months, as in the letter, expired in May 1984, but Taylor never returned. Ufology, UFO, UFologists. Uh, I don't know how to actually. Ufologists. Okay, there you go. Believe that Taylor was indeed taken voluntarily by aliens, and he could not return for various reasons. Maybe he was so struck by what he saw, he decided to continue traveling around the universe. Or maybe he had died somewhere by accident. Skeptics were convinced that after the after a storm, Taylor could have off could have could have had an accident, roll into a ditch or crash, fall off a cliff, etc. In 1986, a place was found on Mount Prevost, P-R-E-V-O-S-T, Mount Prevost, Prevost, near Duncan, where some explosion had occurred several years earlier. And in its center were the bones of an unknown man. Unfortunately, DNA tests in those years were not so common, so <laughs> kind of sketchy shit. Oh. But um, the corner... But the coroner for bone analysis concluded that the deceased was a man of the same age, sex, race, and height as Granger Taylor. Oh, boy. A piece of cloth among the bones was very similar in pattern to one of his favorite shirts. All right. Looking better and better. Next to the bones were, were found the remains of a truck. And it was identified as similar to Taylor's pickup. Thus, the Taylor case was officially closed. However... Many of his friends did not agree, and they were confident that the police findings were only indirect, and their friend either stayed in space or was abducted by the U.S. government. The cause of the explosion on Mount Provox, oh, so it's Provox now, remains unclear. Taylor knew how to handle explosives, so this could be a suicide, but no one, no one noticed that in his behavioral patterns prior to the incident. And no, it showed, he showed no signs of depression, so they kind of ruled that one out. Uh, man, like I don't know how these people could deny it. If they found something, if they found a skeleton that was very similar to him, found scraps of clothing similar to the clothes he wore, and scraps of a pickup truck similar to that of his own, you'd kind of think maybe he died in the explosion. Hey, <laughs> God might have passed the law of probability, but... <laughs> Oh boy! Come on. <laughs> uh, it says the police worked very carelessly, and that they what they wrote uh, about the remains of the truck was found on the mountain. That it was a blue pickup truck. Mm. However, Mr. Keller assures that uh, Taylor's truck was not blue, but with pink stripes. <gasps> It was blue and with he, pink stripes, or? It says, Keller assures that the Taylor pickup was not at all blue, but with pink stripes. <sighs> he quotes, what they found there was not Granger's truck, and they have no idea whether it's Bones or someone else's. Keller sums up. Again, this... My guy, ah, oh, killing me, small. And that was the end of the article. Now, the some of the comments on the article um, state the last year the truck was posi- uh, 
says 10 weeks ago, I believe. Last year, the truck was positively identified as Granger's truck by serial numbers found. So despite what Keller says, it was Granger's truck and those were Granger's bones. Whoever wrote this attempt needs to learn grammar. Since he claimed he had contact with friendly aliens, he probably joined them and have since moved on into other dimensions. Nice. So that's three comments showing all different tracks going left, right, and center. <laughs> Man, that is something else. Well, well, if you like, I have the video of the strange sounds heard in the middle of the woods. This comes from January fifteenth, two thousand thirteen. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where the where this was recorded, sounds but like somewhere... if you want, I can go ahead and stream this. Yeah, go ahead. It sounds like somewhere in the UK, by the way, those people are talking. Let me go ahead and let me know when you guys are ready, and I'll hit the play button. Let me open it up and turn up the volume. Yeah, crank that bitch up. And uh, Frosty, you can go ahead and join the watch if you want. Yeah. Let me... All right. Here uh, we go. go. All right, Joker. Here we go. So I believe it's about 40 seconds until it plays. Oh, where you come from? Um, it almost sounds like the old, like, the, the harp sounds. Remember when that was, like, back in, like, what, 2016, 2015? Oh, I thought the fucking, like, apocalypse was coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of does. Here to me, it sounds like an engine trying to kick on. It does. Some sort of aircraft engine. It should be playing here in just a second. My phone's about to die anyway. I don't want to be out here like that. So there it is again. Do you hear that? It sounds like a massive engine trying to kick on. It does. Yep. It keeps going here in just a second. Maybe if we just went a bit further up, I might see something. The aliens up, up right up above them, and they've got the UFO, and they're trying to start it, and they're like turning the key and hitting the gas and shit. <laughs> this is what it sounds like. Oh, Maybe one twenty twelve. Twenty thirteen. That's something like, like a weird <laughs> siren. Oh, okay. Oh, it's not an animal, is it? I would hope not, sir. Imagine being out in the woods and hearing this shit. Like you'd uh, be shitting your pants right yeah. now. No, I'd be in a full sprint back to the house. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was loud. I'm, oh, with, okay. the, I'm with him on this one. Hang on, I'm about to turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can tell he's getting a little freaked out about it as well. <laughs> Fucking British people just, oh, yeah, that was loud. All right, yeah, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's nope, so that was quite loud. Every damn thing. Well, that, that, yeah. that's just how they are, you know? That's just Down here in Florida, they'd be like, oh, fuck, is that shit? And they'd start shooting in the sky. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> yeah. Damn, damn aliens trying to come after my butthole, I'm a killer. 
<laughs> what I what I'm imagining those the aliens or like whatever they're just over there, and like one of them's like underneath the hood, and they're just like, all right, prank, try it again. And he, the one inside's turning the key, and they're like spraying ether inside of it. <laughs> yep. Did you be- remember to put fossil fuel in the engine? Yes, I did. God damn it. Stop attacking me on this. You are being a bitch. <laughs> wow, you do that so perfectly. You I, actually, I actually found a, uh, a eyewitness story, like a first-hand eyewitness story about an encounter with Bigfoot. It's erotica, isn't it? No. Oh, Lord. No. Shut up. Why is it called The Mating? Oh, fuck me. I forgot I was still streaming. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and the shut mating. that off, assholes. You didn't shut it off? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Either way, here we go. My name is Mary Ann Rizzoli, and I was a second-year graduate student working on my thesis in the field of biological anthropology during the fall of 2011. Look, this is already... We're one sentence in, and this is already better than Thunder... Than thunder what, what's his name? Thunderfucker? Thundertickler. <laughs> Thundertickler. Thunder no, no, I think, I think your rendition is better. Of Thundertickler? No, Thunderfucker. <laughs> Thunderfucker? It's the thing, the evil, that's like the evil alternate universe version of Thundertickler. He shows up with a goatee and just like, I'm going to Thunderfuck you. <laughs> Wasn't that one of the lines in it? That was one of the lines in it. It was right after he wrapped Pikachu's uh, tail around his dick. Oh, man. Uh, you know what? Forget this. I am going to get another beer. <laughs> says, I was one of the team of three students along with Professor Harold Michelson who were researching the legend and folklore of Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot, here in northern Washington state. Though having spent most of my time in this area growing up with stories and anecdotes and tales about Sasquatch, I've always leaned more towards these tales being myth and not reality. Stories of multiple sightings, abductions, human-slash-Sasquatch mating, mixed breeds, etc. You name it. I'd heard it all, but never quite believed it totally this changed suddenly for my team when this past spring there was a nationally reported sighting here on the remote lake fellows area the sightings seemed to take on a life of its own what was unusual about the sightings was that there were plenty of documented pictures audio and interviews. most importantly the sighting was substantiated by two people who were beyond reproach. Dr. Jonathan Zimmern, Ph.D. of Washington State University, and Dr. Paulus Cantarali, Ph.D., from the University of California, Berkeley. In addition to academically confirming the existence of Sasquatch, it's a big fucking call there, alright. 
Our team wanted to explore the DNA connected between Sasquatch and human. I.e. the human female. There have been recent studies that suggest Sasquatch mating with human females happen more often than we ever suspected. As with most fables and legends, there is probably a grain of truth to the basis of the supposition. Rumors and whispers of female abductions and meetings and even mixed breeds births have circulated in the backcountry for centuries. Just like a it's like a retarded like Sasquatch coming out like all fuck all genetically fucked with like a third eye. But... <laughs> Damn. It's a fucking Sam Squad, Drakey. We're talking about we're talking about like retarded inbred Sasquatches. Yeah, like you know, well that's it's practically what Sam Squanch is. I mean, <laughs> Ricky, Ricky calls them Saskatchewans. They don't know what he's getting on about. It's pronounced Sam Squanch. It is clear that Sasquatch is related to Homo sapiens and other primates. All right, I should. In fact, hmm? I should be able to bear through this now. Uh, we're gonna see how far I can bear through this. All right, let's see. New studies show that the modern-day Sasquatch is the result of human females mating with an unknown hominid up to 15,000 years ago. Why? While there exists some documented experimentation with male primate and human female mating and impregnation, the reverse testing has not taken place, or at least not been published. <laughs> Just like some weird Russian lab where they just like wheel like a hooker in there, be like, okay, you stay here for a minute. And then in the background, here's. Yeah, bring. <laughs> like, Ivan, bring in monkey. Spas, <laughs> I bring in the monkey. <laughs> it's like, okay. Boss, do I, do I give it the, the. Do I give it the dick pills, boss? Yes, Ivan, give it the pills. Listen, monkey, you eat the blue pills. <laughs> no, monkey, monkey, you eat the blue pills. This is for Mother Russia, monkey. <laughs> Look, do you want to make it into Space Force or not? <laughs> I think that, I think that would be the uh, that would be the punishment. It's like, <laughs> yeah, if you do not do this, we send you onto onto. Uh, uh, crap! What was that? Uh, what was Sputnik? Sputnik. We will we will strap you to front of Sputnik one. <laughs> you can you can either plow Russian hooker or you can be the hoodorman limit for Sputnik two. Your choice, monkey. We just light a cigarette. <laughs> choose, I will I will give you exactly fifteen seconds to choose. Yeah, it's like, listen, I understand Russian hooker is nothing to look at, but uh, it's better sight than uh, seeing firsthand what it feels like to exit orbit. <laughs> the monkey's just sitting there looking, looking around. Just, <laughs> just point, points to the hooker, like, yes, yes, I, that is what I thought. We must get the fluffer for the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we should make it like a short series like that. <laughs> just, just, just Russian, like like weird Russian experiments. 
Yes, yes. Where, where is the, where is the monkey fluffer? Get him out here. Uh, it is me, boss. You want me to jerk the monkey off again? Yes, but not to completion. Yes, I, and I don't want to know about it again. Please wash your hands this time, before you come back inside the lab. Yes, boss. Yes, boss. I licked my hands clean. I swear, boss. No, no, Ivan. Not, not like that. I mean, wash them. That is problem. You are enjoying it. too much. I wash my hands, but then I, but I tell you what, I wash, I, I don't have, I cannot wash my hands right now, but I can use my mouth on them, okay? Ivan, I what have feeling, that? I have feeling you are too into this, Ivan. Why, why did if, we hire you again? <laughs> because if, because if you love your work, you never work a day in your life. Uh, just, You're not wrong, but... Uh, uh, do what, do what you have to do, Ivan, I'm going back into the lab. <laughs> They call, they call me the Hoover of Monkeys for a reason, boss. Oh, Ivan, shut up and do your job. <laughs> I don't want to hear about it. Boss, I need you to film me. I, it helps me in, uh, with my work ethic. <laughs> Just... I like how he went from I like how he went from from Bigfoot erotica to weird Russian dudes blowing chimpanzee. It's like the guy just like takes a long drag off the cigarette. <laughs> gets me the ca- gets me the camera. <laughs> uh, continue. <laughs> oh my God. Uh... For almost four weeks, we carefully covered and documented the sighting area as our time in the field extended past the six-week mark. We seriously began to consider the very real possibility that we were not at the most advantageous location. It seemed as though we had found very few substantive substantive specimens, no biological leads, footprints, suspect animal paths, Nothing. Occasionally, while in a heavily treed area or near the river of uh, river, one of us might have the vague sensation of being watched. Most times, if it were me, I would attribute that feel this feeling to my imagination. But one night, while James and I were banging, I was on my hands and knees with him pumping into me, looked oh, up and gosh. screamed. James was convinced I had only imagined someone or something looking into the tent flap. But I knew I had seen something. James reluctantly pulled out and ran naked outside to see what it had been. But there was nothing there. Just the lingering odor of a strong, musky smell. And Russian cigarettes. Mm. I'm not a fan of this, ma'am. Nasty. I mean, technically, though, if we wanted to do a satire film, we could. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got Russian uniforms. <laughs> you just let me know, big boy. My God, that'll be a that'll be a Patreon goal there. <laughs> Speaking of which, it's... don't forget to donate on Patreon if you want to see cool things. Got more sex squatch stories. Good lord. Aside from the occasional suspicious animal droppings, distorted animal footprints, etc., we found nothing that could even hint at our being within Sasquatch territory. 
till one afternoon while on the river, Paul discovered what appeared to be a footprint. No, he and a footprint right next to it was a, right next to it was a long drag line from a dick print too. <laughs> he and James made a mold of the print and after thoroughly gritting the area, hiked off to explore a, a north along the far side of the lake. Here we go. Yes. While they were gone, I began cataloging a few credible photos and specimens what we had. After an hour or so of working, I thought we heard a thrashing commotion coming from behind me. But I didn't see anything, and we went back to work. Minutes later, I again heard the noise, but this time coming from my right. Confused by the mysterious noises and sounds, I turned, searching the surrounding tree line. I slowly took several steps backwards as the creature came out of the woods and approached me. It was Sasquatch, standing there in his full, almost regal presence, watching. He was bipedal, very tall, perhaps seven feet and muscular, covered with long brownish-red hair. Amidst Everything that was happening, it crazily occurred to me that he reminded me of an exaggerated version of one of those big WWF wrestlers. Large hands, feet, long arms and legs. It's just the big show and like mm. not that hasn't shaved in a week. It's just the big show roaming around the woods <laughs> naked. Huh. So what he does in between SummerSlams. Where... It wanders around the woods naked and just watches people having sex in tents. I mean, I do too. Isn't that what we all do? <laughs> and he just like sits there and just like he just sits there, props up against a tree and starts shitting while watching people having <laughs> sex in tents. That's what he does. You mean that isn't what we all do with our summer? No. Well, no, that isn't what we all do. Well, I'm between a rock and a hard place, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> His face and head suggested a primate structure, and though co hair covered, it was evident there had been some juncture human influence. Most striking were his eyes, which had a human intelligence about them. So it is the big show. <laughs> yeah. Within a few brief minutes of his studying the surroundings and me... His cock emerged from its dark oh, sheath. man. Red with pulsing bluish veins, getting longer and flat. And demonetized. Demonetized. We weren't even monetized. At the side of his massive big foot cock, my paralysis broke and I took off running blindly through the trees. I would too. Holy shit, at yeah, that point, that, I'd mm -hmm. probably put the gun in my mouth yeah. at that point. <laughs> as, I ran, as I ran, stumbling <clears throat> and tripping, I tried to gauge where I was and how far away the road was. I knew there was no point in calling for James or Paul. They were too far away and would never hear me. And so I kept running. After perhaps four or five minutes, I couldn't move another step. Damn, bitch, you need to work on your cardio. Yeah. Good, good, good ruck march will help that. 
Yeah, you you need some fucking cardio. Like, get a gym membership, lady. Mm-hmm. Come on. Everything seemed suddenly quiet, and I stopped running and stood in the middle of a clearing, trying to decide which direction to go in. It was getting late, and I didn't want to be in the woods after it got dark, especially. I mean, well, intending I don't to either. head north. Intending to head north in the direction that James and Paul were camping that night, I turned, and there stood Sasquatch. I'm reading ahead of you, and I hate this. Fuck you. <laughs> I hate. Can you just imagine? Can you just imagine Sasquatch, like sprinting after her with a boner, just flopping around? Just <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I'd rather not. He's like trying to like he's like trying to look majestic and shit every time she turns around. Like she's sitting there like panic stricken. He's like propped up against a tree, a tree, just that smoker's lungs. <laughs> so she turns around. And he like props up all like majestic and shit. Just yeah, like, just kind of like it's me, kind of like Sasquatch. Yeah, kind of like just does like the eye like the eyebrow raise thing. Just like hey. <laughs> 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 Gasping for breath, pulls pulls his little inhaler out. Just <sighs> oh, this kind of makes me feel for Sasquatch though, because like it, it's funny. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> Sa- look, Sasquatch is just trying to bust his Sas- Sasquatch cherry. All right, he's trying to fucking get- look. He's he's got that pact with his buddies. All right, that with his buddies, the Chupacabra and the Wendigo. That they're gonna lose their virginity before high school ends. All right, damn it! And Sasquatch is the last one on the list, and he is desperate, so he is taking his shot with what's her name again? Hold on, I forgot her fucking Mary name. Mary something. It's uh, Mary Ann Rizzoli. Mary Ann Rizzoli. Yeah, so she he is he he is going all ch- all chips are on the table here with Sasquatch. So let's see how uh, how Sasquatch's all in bet worked. Imposing in his primal maleness, he stood suddenly watching me, unselfconsciously stroking himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't even keep a straight face with that shit. No. I couldn't help but stare as his cock jerked and leaked pre-comment. I, I, just, I don't I get it why we have to do this every episode, man. <laughs> we haven't done this in a few episodes, fuck you. <laughs> we haven't done this since before Hanukkah. <laughs> why does that have to be our line, though, man? Before Hanukkah. This is why we can't have nice things. Oh. Why we can't have nice things. I involuntarily flinched as he reached down and took hold of my shorts, popping the buttons and yanking them down my legs. Pretty sure that would cause pretty bad trauma. What? I'm going to uh. start reading this. I'm going to start reading this in the terms of Christopher Walken. Oh my god. <laughs> so now instead of Marianne Rizzoli, it's Christopher it's Walken. Christopher Walken um, impatiently ripping them over and off my feet, thrown off balance. God damn it. I lay on the ground, naked, my waist down. I kind of am enjoying this now that he's reading it like that. <laughs> Sas- it's it's Christopher Walken and Sasquatch having sex in the woods. The Sasquatch was at least seven feet tall, perhaps three hundred pounds. Stood over me, sniffing, eyeing my junk, <laughs> fully inhaling my scent. God damn! <laughs> the Christopher Walken His massive arms supporting me behind. Healthy near 
his face, pressing his nose between my thighs, close to my junk. I screamed when he hit the hit with when he with a grunt, tentatively push thrust his tongue into the place that was causing his excitement. Oh man! Sasquatch is eating really Christopher Walken's asshole right now. <laughs> oh, Ubi <boy. laughs> do I wanna be like you? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. I have zero comments for the rest. Pretty of the sure we're making you pretty uncomfortable there, ain't we, feller? Welcome, to, welcome to the podcast. You wanted to be a part of it. Still, Aww. holding me in the air in front of him, he lowered me onto his cock shaft as it sought and then found the opening to my anus. <laughs> I cried out in terror and pain. As his bloated Bigfoot dick entered me, and Sasquatch began thrusting. I hate this. Wow. I hate this. I hate this. You said you said y'all do this every time. Not it. We haven't done it for like two episodes, but still. Is this whole picture when Christopher Walken's talking about wearing the watch up his ass? <laughs> 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 is, like, is this beer already almost gone? Wow. Can you imagine, like, Bigfoot pulls out and he's just got the watch wrapped around his dick like a ring? Hey, look, a new piece of jewelry. It was yeah. still up there. Crazy. That's weird. They're all coming. That's weird. Tarantino's just like, you know, you don't actually have to put the watch in your ass. And he's just like, I want it to be real. So I can get into movie. character. I'm getting into character. Just, How I do things. Just like, like halfway up his forearm deep. <laughs> you gotta make sure I get the watch all the way in I there. Quentin. Quentin, I need you to watch me do this. Make sure I do it right. Otherwise, I'm not going to be in character. And the movie is going to suffer. It's just like, I, 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 don't, I don't know what to do about this. Like, is this can we just have Samuel L. Jackson say the N-word a bunch more times like, and be done with this shit? Is this, is this kind of <laughs> like the whole Ivan and, uh, and Vladimir conversation? I need you to film me, boss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boss, I need you to film. I need you to film me, boss. I need you to film me blow this monkey. <laughs> oh my god! We need to make that a satirical short film. Mother Russia has fallen on hard times. If we are blowing monkeys, okay, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Officially... Oh no! 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 He trial by fire, motherfucker. We still got more Christopher Walken getting plowed by Sasquatch. I cried out in terror and pain as his bloated dick entered me. And Sasquatch began thrusting his hips forward. Fucking me with a purely animal lust and need. I was nothing more than a warm receptacle for his Bigfoot cum. And he used my body hard and relentlessly. 
finally on the verge of his prize, he drove his dark and primal cock into me in longer and deeper thrust until he climaxed, pulling me into an unexpected but intense orgasm along with it. God, I don't think I can continue. Can Please. I go home? <laughs> no, uh, uh, nope, I'm stuck here, so are you. Frosty's just gonna cry in the shower after this. Don't think about that watch oh, up inside wow. you. <laughs> Bigfoot pulls out and the watch is just wrapped around like a cock ring, just ticking away. Just... Oh, oh, yeah. Bigfoot, your dad gave me that watch in Vietnam. In Vietnam. <laughs> to give it to Vietnam. you. <laughs> Bigfoot's just like, oh, yeah. Never thought yeah, I could tell your dad that you'd plow me, but that's what happened. And now hey. you have his watch. <laughs> hey, you got the watch. <laughs> you got the watch. You fuck me like your own personal, personal Pers prize pinata. Personal. You got your prize. <laughs> Like I really own, need some cheese. Your own personal you pinata. Personal pinata. <laughs> I, I was your little pinata. Your dick was your bat. <laughs> Sound like Forrest Gump saying that. I was what? a pinata. And <laughs> yeah, this is Forrest Gump. He finished coming. His. That's not. That's not. His thick and creamy cum dripping out of me, mama, pooling on the ground, and then laid me on the ground. I curled into a fetal position, Lieutenant Dan, on the ground, reduced to uncontrolled shivering and crying. Yeah, let, let, let's stop the Forrest Gump, please. This is... <laughs> you know I, need, you know uh, I need to go to church. You want to hear about hear hear more of Forrest Gump getting like raped by no, Sasquatch? For, no, uh, not really. No, yeah, before <laughs> uh, Christopher Walken was less. Uh, <laughs> you you you're, you're making a pagan want to go to church here, bud. His primate <laughs> appearing face hinted at the human DNA and his makeup. Almost. That's it. Riding me to the moment. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm At done. that moment, was his cock was still brazenly protruded out of its shade. It was dark red, mama, almost burgundy colored, glistening with precom. And as I watched, mesmerized, Janae, it jerked in uh... anticipation. <laughs> I want to go home. Right now, mm, mm. I'm stuck here. You're stuck here. Got it? <laughs> no, I am. A, I'm a strong, independent woman. Yeah, I, I say otherwise. Remembering the discomfort of having that monster dick inside me, <sighs> and moving on. Man, you're gonna make me finish this pack of beer tonight. Oh, God damn. 
I love this website. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's right, as far as I can get through with yeah, the mating and Sasquatch kidnapping. Uh, <coughs> uh, so, by the way, just to remind you all, uh, we solved the missing 411 uh, mystery. It is Bigfoot Sasquatch Wizards. Wizards. And the Sasquatch wizards are kidnapping Christopher Walken and Forrest Gump to rape them. They're just throwing... Basically, what they're doing is they're just casting their nets out, hoping either Christopher Walken or Forrest Gump go hiking one day, and they can catch them and then rape them. Um, Fuck. Sometimes they, sometimes they catch one of you, and it angers them, and they end up just killing you. So, there's Fuck. that. At least it's... You're not Christopher... If you're not Christopher Walken or Forrest Gump... Stay out of the woods. Uh, stay out of the woods. If you are Christopher Walken or Forrest Gump... Stay out of the woods. Pro- probably stay out of the woods. Uh, unless you are Christopher Walken and or Forrest Gump, and you are quite mm. interested in getting your... Mm. Uh, Privacy violated. Your, your anal cavity just completely torn inside out by a Sasquatch dick. In which case, uh, I mean, just... Point your finger and go, man. Like, fucking, at least them Sam Squanches are getting a hold of them, too, and not me. I don't know about you guys, Ricky, but sounds pretty fucking unpleasant. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I think we've broken everybody. Yeah. Here yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm still streaming. Oh, you assholes. Huh? <laughs> All right, well, that's that's all I had. Uh, did anybody else have anything for the missing 411? Just sadness. Uh, like having to listen to Bigfoot fuck Christopher Walken. Yeah, I need a therapist. I'm not sure who wanted to hear that. None of us. Right. None of us. All of us did. None of us. Yo. We all did, don't lie. I need to start making a warning to put in before you start reading this stuff. Uh, right? Like, I mean, I get we're an explicit content podcast, but holy Jesus. Hey, I, I do have something. Uh, I do have one more video to play. Oh, God. We do have one more video to play. If we could just we could just stream this one real quick as like a, as like a closer. All right. All this, right. this is uh this is basically the offspring of Bigfoot and and um, Christopher Walken. Are you ready? Oh god, let's do it. Here we go. I'll make a deal with you. What I desire is man's red fire to make my dream come true. Now give me the secret man cub. Come on! Tell me what to do. Give me the power of man's red flower so I can be like you. Oh, ooby do. I wanna be like you. I wanna walk like you. Talk like you too. You'll see it's true. Someone like me. Can learn to be like someone like you. Those big book you nipples. I think it's ridiculous that me, a gigantopithecus, would ever dream I'd like to team with the likes of you, man cub. 
But together we'd have powers. All the jungle's treasures ours. I got desire. You got the fire, but the dream I dream takes too. So I wanna be like you. I wanna use that flame just the same as you can do. Oh, how magnificent it would be! A gigantopithecus like me could learn to do like you humans do. Just one thing we need to reach our full potential. Bring me that red flower. And when you rule this jungle, I will protect you. And you will want for nothing ever again. <sighs> that was that was something. And I'm not sure what that something was, but it was something. And that's the podcast. Like you, ooh, ooh. Uh I'm gonna watch like you get sued by Disney. Ooh ooh ooh. I just, I really think this isn't going anywhere. We're gonna get sued by Sweet Baby Ray's Disney. What was the other thing we plugged uh, earlier? No, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen is we're gonna get sued by Disney, and while we're in court in front of the Disney lawyers that are calling for our blood, the heroes at Sweet Baby Ray's are going to sweep in like the Robin Hoods of modern times. And cut the heads of the Disney lawyers off and uh, res- res- rescue us in their big, strong arms. As Sweet Baby's Rays is, you know, the savior legendary. of the universe. The savior of the universe. They they fly around on on mythical like hoverboards through space and time, making amazing barbecue amazing sauce. barbecue sauce that you can use for anything to flavor human flesh. That you can eat your neighbors. You could kill and eat your neighbors. Did you know that? That's not. You could just choose. You could just choose to do that anytime you want to do that. You could just wake up one day and go. You know what? Uh, Betty Sue next door. She's she's looking like she's about plump enough, and you just go over there and you just you just club the shit out of her, and you just drag her over, and you hack her up in your garage, and you cook and eat her. Tony and Gator versus Tony and Gator versus Evil Law Team would like to interject right here and say that we do not contain. We do not. We do not condone <laughs> killing and eating your neighbors. Shut up, Gator. We do not condone. Shut up. We do not uh, condone. I, I Shut up, Frosty. Let the law team do their business. We do not condone. Hold on. I'll save this for you, Tony. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'll save this for you, bud. Shut up. For legal reasons, all of that's a joke. Yes, like he said, the Tony and Gator Law Team does not condone killing and eating your neighbors Absolutely. with sweet... <laughs> Kill and eat your neighbors. Uh, yes, don't... And I'm just... I'm totally joking about the fact that you could totally kill and eat your neighbors. Right Shut now. up. Sweet baby raised would taste... Their flesh would taste so amazing with some sweet Okay! And that's all we have for tonight, folks. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are going to give me a heart attack. Do you know that? It's all jokes. Yeah. It's just all jokes, right? It's just funny, silly jokes. Oh, kill it. Yes, like it's, 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 I just want to play with Legos. It's, it's, it's all made, it's all made about the hit game of the decade. What is it called again there, Gator? Mein Kampf? My, uh, yes, oh my it's called Mein Kampf, yes. Isn't I, it? It's fun. You can, 
You can you can build cages and things in Minecraft. It's great. You can experiment on villagers in Minecraft. It's amazing. Yeah. Frosty. Oh. Am I correct? Is that not the hit game that all the young ones are playing this decade? Minecraft. Oh, no <laughs> so, Tony, Tony and Gator vs. Evil is brought to you by Sweet Baby Ray's. Uh, if you are quite interested in killing and eating your neighbors, just remember that while you are uh, sautéing their succulent meat, um, you can use Sweet Baby Ray's to kind of give that, give that meat a little extra flavor. Now, I personally enjoy using my smokeless grill to cook my neighbor's flesh. Mm. Uh, it kind of, it it cooks it nice and succulent, keeps a lot of the juices in. Uh, but the best part about of uh, the best part about it is is just slathering that son of a bitch with some sweet baby ray succulent, juicy sweet baby rays. If you are not, if you do not have a bottle of sweet baby rays in your fridge right now, you sir are not an American. You are not a human being. You are subhuman. You. I would I would say you should be killed and eat if you do not have a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's in your fridge right now. You know so, what? I'm going to go that. ahead and jump on the board. I once attended a great barbecue in the 1930s. And you know what they did? They mixed Sweet Baby Ray's, the best barbecue sauce for human meat, with Guinness. <laughs> and slathered it all over that poor sap. Oh, Watch, we're going to get sued by Guinness of all people. Listen here, Guinness. Don't fuck with me. I know your type. I drink your type. Listen here, Guinness. I'll shove that toucan up your ass if you come after me. Listen, <laughs> listen here, Guinness. I've drank enough of your six packs to fill a trailer, a, a semi trailer. Don't fuck with me, Guinness. Sponsor go us. From, oh my good! Oh, it's gonna go from oh my goodness, it's a Guinness to oh my goodness, it's within us. Ha ha ha! What? the hell. I remember drinking Guinness in the 1930s when the stock market crashed. Wonderful times. I, I Gator of Tony and Gator vs. Evil, officially challenge the CEO of Guinness Breweries to trial by combat for the ownership of Guinness Breweries? I feel like, uh, wow. I feel like Gator's uh, soon going to be replaced by the CEO of Guinness. I mean, that's kind of a downgrade for the CEO of Guinness, but look, I feel like the CEO of Guinness better watch his shit because I'm a squirrely-ass Florida boy. All right. Plot twist. Get, Gator Boy gets sacked next yes. Probably. Listen here. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The CEO of Guinness's name is Ivan Menezes? Listen here, Ivan, Gator's coming after you. If he wins, he gets the brewery. Shit, if you win... You watch your fucking shit, Ivan. If you... For you if, son of a bitch. If you win, Ivan, you get the co-host spot of this podcast, which I'm not quite sure why you'd want to, but hey, sounds like You're a... old man, Ivan. It's a lose-lose. Oh it's a lose-lose for you either way, Ivan. You're a lose. You're, yeah, you're gonna. It's a lose lose for you, Ivan. You lose. You he gets the brewery. You're an old man, Ivan. Look at that comb over you got going, Ivan. You better fucking count your days, Ivan, because I'm coming. I'm coming for you. I'm gonna fucking fight you in the middle of the street. I'm gonna smear paint all over my face. I'm gonna fight you naked in the middle of the street. Are you listening to this crap? 
You better fucking watch yourself, Ivan. You better watch yourself, because this brawl can happen at any point in time. This brawl is coming for you. I'm coming for you, Ivan. Oh, yeah. The Gator. Oh, yeah, brother. You, Ivan Menezes. And I will, once I destroy you in the Summer Slam, then I will be the cream of the crop of the Guinness Breweries. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> yeah, I think we should probably close it. All <laughs> uh, right, Ivan escort him out of here before he gets us all killed by try Ivan's hitmen. Fucking try it, try it, you fucking bitch! I'll cut you. I'll fucking fight you right now. Let's do this, Ivan. Anyway, uh, shut up, Gator. Uh, that's the end of this podcast. Yingling and whiskey in me. I'll fight you right now, Guinness bitch. Wait a second, I drink Guinness. <laughs> Don't you go messing with my Guinness there, Gator. Well, once I once I kick Ivan Menezes' ass and I become the new CEO of Guinness, then you can have the Guinness. All right, you know what? Do it. There we go. That's all I needed. Wait, is, wait, 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 wait. For free? Uh, yeah. All right, yeah, go for it. You hear that, Ivan? You hear that? I'm gonna make you squeal. That's the last I'm thing gonna you're gonna hear. <laughs> gonna be in the middle of Ireland. You're gonna be walking down the street, and all you're gonna hear is that southern, southern Florida boy holler of, <laughs> and you're gonna feel the fear, Ivan. You're gonna feel the terror welling up inside of you, and you're gonna turn around and see. Judgment Day coming down upon you, Ivan Menezes, as the Gator comes for you. I don't think we can be friends anymore. Anyway, that's the end of this podcast. Uh, I I miss WWF promos like those. Yeah. But, uh, they were on, like, all, like, mass amounts of cocaine and alcohol, and they are just like, you when the full moon rises in the sky, Ivan Menezes. And the wolf howls off in the distance. You will know fear. And you will know when I am coming for you. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Close out there, close out there, goddamn it. Uh, <laughs> just go support us on Patreon, because God knows we're going to need it to handle these lawsuits. Uh and uh, if you if you want to, we have a Facebook page, Tony Gator vs. Evil. We have a Patreon page, Tony Gator vs. Evil. Link will be in the description of this podcast uh, episode. Uh, please don't sue us if you're a CEO of any of these countries. Uh, as, as, as as for as for Ivan Menezes, if you're going to do anything, please take Wolf up on his offer. If if not, then just don't do anything at all, please. I uh, am legit emailing the Guinness no, no. Partnership Limited address right now and um, stating that I have issued an official challenge to uh, Ivan Menezes in martial combat for the control of the seat of, of Guinness Breweries. Tell him. Tell All right, him, Carl, t- sit down. Tell, tell let, him we'll let, take let, a sponsorship let, 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 oh, as anything. Tell him we'll take a sponsorship if he doesn't want to do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, tell him we'll take a sponsorship if he doesn't want to fight you. Anyway, thanks for listening to this. Uh, Go check us out on Patreon and Facebook. 
Um, trial subject trial by combat. Oh God, I better end this before he gets going. Uh, and thanks for listening. Have a uh, we hope you guys had a good time. Please visit us on our social medias, uh, which is right now Facebook. Go check us out on uh, Patreon so you can support us. So we don't need sponsorships from crony corporations. And uh, thank you guys very much. Catch you in episode eleven. I said, Mothman, lift that man off the ground. I said, Mothman, because you're in a new town and there's kids to be abducted. Mothman, there's a place you can go. I said, Mothman, when you make your eyes glow, you can stay there. And I'm sure you will find many ways to scare the townsfolk. Cause you're a really big M-O-T-H A really, really big M-O-T-H You have big flappy wings Creepy glowing red eyes And the element of surprise Cause you're a really big M-O-T-H A really, really big M-O-T-H You can swoop down on graves can land on some cars. You're a true cryptid superstar. Mothman, are you listening to me? I said, Mothman, what do you want to be? I said, Mothman, you can make real your dreams, but you've got to know this one thing. No man does it all by himself. I said, Mothman, put your pride on the shelf and just go there. To the woods of VA, cause it's time to make folk history. Cause you're a really big M-O-T-H, a really, really big M-O-T-H. You have big flappy wings, creepy glowing red eyes, and the element of surprise. Cause you're a really big M-O-T-H, a really, really big You can swoop down on graves, you can land on some cars, you're a true cryptid superstar. Mothman, I was once in your shoes, I said I was. Down and out with the blues, I felt no man even thought I was real. They just thought I was some big bird. That's when someone came up to me and said, young man, Go and lurk in some trees and just hide there. In the forest all day, you can scare anyone that way. Cause you're a really big M-O-T-H, a really, really big M-O-T-H. You have big flappy wings, creepy glowing red eyes, and the element of surprise. M-O-T-H, you are one enormous M-O-T-H. Mothman, Mothman, there's no need to feel down. Mothman, Mothman, lift that man off the ground. M-O-T-H, the world's biggest M-O-T-H. Mothman, Mothman, are you listening to me? Mothman, Mothman, what do you want to be?